Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, and thank you so much for coming back. This is Life Over Matter podcast. Thank you for finding me. And uh, I am sitting here with my niece Addison, and today I'm talking to you guys about paranormal stuff because you know I love to talk about that. And some of the things that I have found since I've been in Pennsylvania, I know that I mentioned to you guys that I was only supposed to be here for a month in October, but I actually ended up staying an extra month for the month of November, which is when I'm recording this. And uh, I'm going to be publishing it out in January for our season premiere of season four, which is incredible. I can't believe that you guys have been with me for four years at this point, which is just wild. Uh, but you know that in this podcast, I talk to you a lot about how to get over life's matters, whether it's financial or whether you're cooking for yourself in a healthier way. Uh, you know, I've had weight loss surgery and I talk a lot about how to cook things that are high protein, low carb. And there's a lot of videos on my TikTok or on my Instagram about that. If you're not following me yet, I highly suggest that you do so. Uh, because I cover, I cover everything. Um, pretty much feelings, mental health is a huge priority, um, for myself and everybody else because of the state that the world is in, whether we're talking about grocery shopping and inflation and how to get through that, or, you know, making cheap and easy gifts for Christmas and birthdays, planning vacations ahead of time and setting up bank accounts and direct deposits and doing your credit card stuff. I try to cover everything. And, and another whole thing that I cover in this podcast is curiosities and paranormal activity. And a huge thing that stems from that uh, is, you know, whenever, and I talk about this openly, and we just celebrated the anniversary of my dad's death a little bit ago, uh, actually a few days ago, um, is when my dad was passing away, he had cancer, and it had spread all over his body, and um, whenever he was passing away, he was reaching for things, um, and he was talking. He was talking uh, to people that had passed away. And a lot of people will say that those are mismatched chemicals in your brain whenever you're starting to, you know, cross over. And then some people will say, and if you look this up on TikTok or on Instagram, you'll find a lot of information about it, uh, especially if you're looking up hospice in particular. Uh, anyway, um, just giving you guys some roots of what we're going to be talking about today. Um I wanted to know more about that. And that's why I read to you guys on the podcast in season two. I think it was uh, the Learning from the Angels book, uh, which Addison, you got to listen to sometime if you haven't already. Um, I'll send you a copy of the book if you read it and you want to follow along with it. But it's up to you. Um, there's another book, a second book, and it's not as good. But the first one is incredible. Um, it's by Dr. Lerma and it's called Learning with the Angels. And um, it just talks about like... If that's a possibility that they are actually seeing people from the other side, what does that look like? Anyway, so uh, Addison, my niece who's sitting with me today, is incredibly spiritual for her young age of 17. She, um, you know, sees things that aren't there sometimes, like she feels energies. And sometimes she believes that she sees them. And sometimes other people can see them too. She's got this app she's introduced me to, which I think is super cool. Uh, and it detects heat, right? Or heat or... Like, it'll. Uh, what it does is if it sees them, it'll just do the shape. Like the it'll shape. It'll do like the, 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 like the sticks. Is it the seeing of something or does it... Oh, yeah. Because like sometimes it will show like... A coffee table leg. Yeah. Because it's sensing the shape. So it's not so much heat, guys. It's it's called ghost tube SLS. Is it ghost? Yeah, yeah. yeah vids? Yeah. 
Um, we'll have to find it. Anyway, she's going to look that up while, while I'm introducing the topic. So yeah, Ghost Tube SLS. Ghost Tube SLS is the, is the app. And you know, I've been messing around with some of these apps just to see if there's actually a technology out there that can show me anything, especially since on TikTok, I always see like app, every once in a while I'll get like plopped into a live where someone's walking through a cemetery or something and they're always like you know i'm seeing heat detected or they're seeing something detected and i'm like what are you looking at like what is this anyway so deathbed visits so um i've been looking at them pretty extensively in the last coming like in the last days because of you know just the, the turn of the seasons here in Pennsylvania gets me all into my thoughts anyway because there's been so much activity that has happened for my family uh, over the course of the fall time. And even though it's getting a little bit more winter now, it's November uh, here, it's still, you know, you hear creaks in the night. You wonder what they are. You know, you, 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 I'm researching stuff like this all of the time in, in my, in my free time. Anyway, so Addison's going to talk with me about it today on here. And of course, just like if you've heard Addison and I on here before, I just love talking to her and, and I wanted to share it with all of you. So um, anyway, what's the craziest thing, Addison, that you have seen or felt? Craziest thing? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that has happened. Um, I want to say this, the, the scariest or, like, the freakiest thing, um, it was probably going to be, like, uh, every house that we live in, mom or me will bring something with us. Um, so... Uh, so I think the scariest thing is when I thought my brother David was playing a little joke on me and I went around <laughs> the corner, um, down this really long hallway that we had to go to the bathroom. I was walking up from it and I turned around the corner and I was <laughs> trying to scare him before he scared me. And there was a guy standing there about on the steps, um, just listening to my parents' conversation. I forget what they were talking about, but he was just standing there in a suit. Um, just, just watch, just listening. And I don't think he saw me because he never looked at me. Um, but he had this look on his face, like he was, um, mad. Ew. Um, he was wearing, did you say he was wearing a suit? Yeah, he was <gasps> wearing a suit. I think that house used to be like a milk thing, like a milk. Which not, house? The, the one offender. The, okay. The one that was, used to be a brick one. Um, yeah, I think it used to be like a milk company maybe or something. I don't know. I thought we, uh, so I think the landlord told us that. Um, Did he look like the guy from Poltergeist? You no. know, he's got like a big top hat on yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, no. I forget. I just remember he had a suit on and he did not look happy. He did not look like a happy man. Um, so I think that was probably one of the scariest things uh, that has ever happened to me. Because it wasn't David. You were yeah. waiting, you were going to scare David. Yeah, I was waiting for my, my brother David to pop out. Mm -hmm. And he did pop out. A guy in a suit popped out. So it... Um, <laughs> Little, little little shock there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did scare and me. And he didn't say anything to you. No, uh, I don't remember what happened after that. I don't know if I looked away and then I looked back and he wasn't there. Um, I probably closed my eyes and I opened them and he wasn't there. Um, so yeah, I think that was probably one of the scariest. Um, uh, yeah, probably that was it. Or when I was sitting at the table doing homework and I looked up and there was a lady just sitting on the couch uh, in my, in our, uh, new house that we live in, um, just standing, sitting there on the couch, like, staring at my mom, uh, mm. with, uh, not happy face on either, uh, <laughs> none of these spirits are happy, apparently, um, <laughs> well, I believe, you know, I know that we talked about this the other day, but, you know, 
I don't know for sure, none of us do, what's actually happening, but um, on this podcast, I've talked about dimensions, right? Mm -hmm. And it has been proven scientifically that um, each one of us has 11 different, at least 11 different dimensions that we're carrying life on it. And I, I do wonder often, and you and I have talked about this before, I do wonder often if, like when you're seeing the lady sitting on the couch, staring off, looking yeah, angry, yeah. if she's actually in the middle of a conversation with somebody that she's in another dimension with, right, and you just right. happen to be seeing through that veil, yeah, you know? Yeah, and like, that's so scary to think about. Um, that's, that's just so freaky to think about, because you don't know what dimension you're in when you're in it. Uh, right? Whose dimension you're in at that moment. If um, they can see you. Like, how right. many times have you been walking down your hallway and been like, man, it's creaking? You know, like, a lot right. of these houses in Pennsylvania, they're older and they creak. I actually looked up your house the other day, and it was built in 19... Oh, uh, wait, no, 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 no. It was, like, it was super old. I, I don't yeah, want to... No, like, no. Have you I've looked, looked it up? Yeah, I think it's, like... Um, I think it's, like, 19... <laughs> It's, it's early. I don't want to quote it. I don't uh, want to do it <laughs> But it's like super old. Yeah. And I was just like, holy crap, you know? And this house that we're in right now, um, you know, that extension. Okay, so you guys know, listening to the podcast, um, in my parents' home, it is, it used to be just like a really little, you know, one room place and now it's pretty extensive house um because they built onto it several times but it was just a chimney and a kitchen and a living room at one point yeah like uh the staircase over to where we're sitting right now is is completely um renovated um as of you know the last 50 years or so it's very old old place um and so you get these you know these visions and these spirits and stuff that come and you almost got to wonder like when you're walking down the hallway like I was saying and it creaks or something are you creaking in somebody else's dimension yeah, like yeah, are, yeah. are they saying to their husband did you hear that yeah like we're the ghosts right we're, we're the ghosts like when they're the ghosts in our dimensions we're actually the ghosts in their dimensions yeah yeah it's... isn't that wild that's like um you know we watch paranormal con on camera all the time on discovery love it yeah and um a lot of times people will catch on camera like their cupboard doors opening or their drawers open or something will fall off the bathroom sink or something like that and if you go by that dimensional theory then it could be like somebody's two-year-old yeah. knocking something over uh, in their dimension it's normal it's like oh you knock this over and then pick it back up but in our dimension it's like you know what the heck just knocked what that the heck over? just knocked that over <laughs> right like yeah. did you hear that yeah. uh you know nana the other day um actually me i was down here um and i was getting ready for bed whatever whatever and i was getting ready to walk up the steps and i heard a huge bang upstairs okay and i was it's pitch black darkness okay and i'm like all righty um that just (laughs) happened i gotta go up there to go to bed you know i don't want to sound like you know uh, the girl who cried wolf. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for this, yeah, right? Yeah. So I went upstairs. I went to bed, and I was in bed thinking, "What was that sound, man? What was that sound?" And sure enough, the next day, I heard Nana in the other room, you know, talking to herself, you know, saying, you know, 
a little angry, you know, yeah. like, what the heck happened here? You know, I could hear. And uh, so I came out to check on her and hear this huge frame, heavy uh, glass frame, okay, right, right, right. had broken off of the wall and landed on, like, the baseboard so hard that it carved into the wood of the baseboard and then fell on the ground. The glass didn't break on it or anything like yeah, that, yeah. but that's what I had heard. And so I knew it wasn't crazy, and right. it could have been just a house settling or, you know, an old hook for the right. portrait or whatever it was. But... It just goes to show you that that might have been something totally different. Right. You know? Yeah, and, you know, they say, like, you know, you open a dimension every time you put a mirror in front of your bed. Do not put a mirror in front of your bed. That will open so many dimensions. So I'm many telling you, though. So come out of that mirror and be in your house. I have a mirror in front of my bed, in my master bedroom, though, and I don't sleep in my master right, bedroom. Right, right. I have, um... I don't know, like, a mirror really, really wouldn't freak me I out as much. I actually have a mirror in the room I sleep in, too. It's not... It's not like a standardized dresser mirror. It's a like flip mirror, yeah. a big flip mirror, you know. But you know, I hope that you're wrong about that because that's petrifying. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen the Skeleton Key, the no. movie The Skeleton Key? No. Oh. <laughs> your your movie knowledge, I gotta work on you. Right, right. The Skeleton Key has Kate Hudson in it. She's a nurse, and she goes to she lives in Louisiana, and she decides to go into like the swamps to take care of this. Um, and it's a hard movie to describe, so I'll keep it vague. No. She goes to take care of these people who practice voodoo. Mm. And, um, yeah. See, I don't it's like so voodoo. so good. Yeah, I don't like voodoo. Like it the freaks dolls. you out a little bit? Yeah, because, like, how can that It's happen? not doll-related. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you'd love it. It's great. David, uh, we watch it often. <laughs> it's great. Um, it, I think it's on Hulu right now, too. It was on Hulu. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's... um. That's another perspective, too. Uh, but uh, the mirrors are a big thing in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, when she goes to take care of this old man at this house in the swamps, she's a nurse. Mm -hmm. And she takes care of people until they die. Uh, and she decides that she wants something different. You know, she's in her 20s. She's beautiful. It's Kate Hudson. Mm -hmm. And um, not to give away the movie or the plot, and it is very hard to describe, the people that she ends up taking care of practice voodoo, and they've taken down all the mirrors in the house. She doesn't talk to them, obviously, professionally. She right. doesn't talk to them about what they believe right, in. Right, right. But she starts noticing that there's no mirrors in the house and stuff like that, and that they're all hidden, and she starts mm. wondering why. And that kind of opens the conversation in the movie to, like, what the heck is going on right, here, you right, know? yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, you know, don't put a mirror in front of your bed. You open a lot of dimensions. A lot of things can come out of that mirror and live in your house. Um, but I know that I hate my house um, when it's dark, um, especially when I'm in the kitchen and that mudroom is right there. Mm -hmm. um, I always feel like when I'm walking back to that uh, my bedroom, which is the last one in the hallway, um, right across from mom, someone is following me. Oh, I hate it. Um, so technically, though, yeah, in theory, they may not even be following you. They may just be walking down their hallway yeah, in their own house. Their room. Right. My room is their right. room. And they hear you, and they're like, what the heck is happening what, right what's now? What's following me? When, and actually, <laughs> when I'm thinking, what, no, what's following me? Because we're in each other's dimensions. They probably hear River, their huge dog. Yeah. And they're like, what the heck is yeah, going like on? what just jumped on my lap, and yeah. it's not here. Because River's all over that couch, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But no, right. or like family, it, right? right? I mean, no wonder the woman's looking off so angrily from the couch, <laughs> knocking over his over her kids. Like, yeah. yeah, like he's knocking over her kids. <laughs> this ginormous, her kids are just randomly falling in the hallway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like no, it's 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 very scary to think about that um, yeah. that we're in her dimension when yeah. actually we're thinking that she's in ours. Um, and that's the wild thing is that I was very skeptical at first about right. dimensions, and I started doing the research into these deathbed visits and the books and the literature that's available and all that kind of stuff. And then I um, I ran into the History Channel special and then I, I published the History Channel special on the podcast and I got such a incredible amount of listens for that. It was like people are also very curious about this stuff and find it very interesting to talk about and think that, you know, there's something to it. Maybe they're not 100% of a believer in it, but right. they've always wondered. You know, nobody can say with absolution that they know the answer to all of these questions. No, no, yeah. Whether it is, you know, somebody from a medical standpoint, from someone from a highly, like a, like a professor at a college standpoint. Yeah. Like, nobody knows. It's kind of like death. You know, you don't know what happens after death. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, no, and know? like that's that's actually so scary because like, um, I don't know if you have watched the movie Heaven Is for Real. Yes, with I that have. little boy. I have. Um, it's incredible. Like that like, how do you know how accurate that is? I know the yeah. boy, the actor, right. actually happened. He came out. Didn't he draw a... that picture at the end? He... Like, isn't there a picture at the end? I might be maybe thinking of a different movie. I don't know it's been like a while since I watched it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I I know that he came out and was on a um, TV sh- show, uh, like Oprah. Or he's probably not a boy anymore. No, he's no, he's like a, a man. man. But then he was like, which is kind of crazy. My age, but yeah, yeah. No, like how accurate. You know, he went to the church. He opened the doors. The angels were singing to him, which sounds awesome. Yeah, you know, which sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. But how accurate is that? You know. Yeah. Um, and then you gotta wonder, like. That's what they say. Like, a lot of medical professionals will say that it is either a lot of medicine in the mm. body of the yeah. people that see these things. Or, if it's a near-death experience, it's, uh, you know, a brain chemical imbalance right, that right, causes right. them to scientifically see things. Mm-hmm. Um and then some people just, you know, they'll blame dementia or Alzheimer's or uh, just the last pieces of their brain that yeah. are, are dying, yeah, you know, yeah, during yeah. that process. And that is the, why they see the things that they do or reach for the things that they do. Um, but, you know, it's all connected somehow, yeah. you know, yeah. like the dimensions the the sightings the energy the feelings that you get you know i read a book not too long ago that said that whenever you get goosebumps it's a spike in your energy and that spike in energy is the support of like spirit and you know god and you know all this stuff and saying that it's either the right thing to do or it's a message like get the hell out of there or you know something like that and you know now but i you know I get goosebumps when I listen to good music. Yeah. Like when uh, when I hear a song that resonates with me, my hairs will stand up on my head and yeah. like I really get into it. Um it's the same with like certain commercials like down where I live we have Publix. Publix has these commercials, especially over Valentine's Day, they'll yeah. melt your heart. And 
There's no scientific rhyme or reason behind that, but I'll get goosebumps and I'll get, you know, the feels. Sometimes I tear up, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a sap. You know, but could that be a message? Could that be something different right. that, you know, none of us are really ever thinking about because it's so normal to get goosebumps right. or something like that? And then, you know, just tying that into the dimensional thing. You know, it's like it's all connected. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and like, like I think like another thing that's like, I don't know, like, freaks me out a little bit about like what comes after death is like, okay, you know, you're gonna, you know, you can stick around and be with your family and you can watch over them, but like, I think what's gonna break my heart is I'm gonna be in the living room with them and nobody's gonna know I'm there. Yeah. Like nobody, like there, nobody's gonna talk to me. Yeah. Nobody's gonna, you know, want you know, say anything to me because that's like they people don't know say. I'm not there. People say, I want to know who's going to come to my funeral. Right. Right? And Nana says, you know, you're, you know, everybody that dies, you're going to your own funeral. Your funeral, you'll be at your funeral. Oh, man, we ought to call her in here. Because right? I'd love to talk about this with her, too. Right. Um, but, you know, blessing and a curse. Like, yeah. my friends and I have a whole playlist that we've put together for our funeral. Oh my god, seriously? Seriously. 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 Well, you know, I've put a lot of thought into it. They've got these things now. They got these things now where you can take your phone and you can scan a barcode that's on your gravestone. Mm -hmm. And it shows people who are at the graveyard paying respects to you. It shows them your life. Your life oh, wow. story. Yeah, it's awesome. You have to Google it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, totally. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of things I gotta Google. I want I'm one just... of those things. Oh my gosh. I, I ought to be making a list for you. Uh, <laughs> um, movies and, and things. <laughs> no, Aunt Lynn. Yeah, your, your, your funeral is gonna be good. Don't even worry about it. But, but my I mean, funeral better be, have a good outcome. If I, if, I mean, if I'm not there, though, it was all for nothing. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's like, but that's what Anna says. She's like, everybody that dies, you go to your own funeral. I think that's like your last, like, farewell like catch y'all later which is like yeah like that's sad because like you know that's but do you feel those feelings from the other side like are you are you looking down sad with everybody else or are you looking down saying you know i'm i'm free now like i'm i'm i'll be here preparing everything for when it's your turn yeah you know and like i feel like that's like you know when Pat, you know, when when Pat passed away and Aunt, Aunt Shelley, you know, kept going to his grave, or like I think it was before, you know, he said like, "Don't go to my grave. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I'm not there." Yeah. Which is like, no, like you are there because like. Oh, she feels him there. Yeah, yeah. Like when I, oh, you yeah, know, and I knew he was there 100%. when I went up there in June because I got into that car accident and funny how I walked away with nothing wrong with me, right? So, yeah, you went there. Okay, so for those of you listening, uh, you can see on my Life Over Matter podcast Instagram site pictures of the day that Addison went to my dad's grave, uh, and you can't see it panned off and onto the right, but she took her dog with her, okay? (laughs) And um, the dog was laying beside my dad's grave, and you'll see it. It's got flags beside it. It's actually one of a series that I have in a post, uh, and you'll just have to go back to November to see it. Um, but my dad's stone is super cool and we all love going there because we do feel him there. It's, yeah. it's a big deal. Like he is there and, um, there's a bench beside it and stuff. And we all have, actually, we all have plots up there. 
Um, and it's in a graveyard from a church that no longer exists that we went to when we were growing up. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's on this mountain. It overlooks other mountains. There's trees everywhere. It's like the most gorgeous place to be. Um, anyway, she went up there by herself one day and, um, you know, was just paying respects, talking to him. She cleaned it. And then she left and she got into an accident that would have been incredibly worse had she not had somebody looking out for her on the other side, I yeah, swear. I feel like if I, because I left there and then I drove out to the college that I'm going to, IUP, um, and drove around there and then I came home. Well, I feel like if I didn't stop at the graveyard, maybe the accident would have happened, would have had a worse outcome because I hit a guardrail and but I had no like concussion had no head injury any injuries really um only the car did um but yeah I feel like if I didn't go um yeah I probably would have had but like he is there you yeah know? like he is there even you felt said, him there I yeah no I feel a lot of things there um That's awesome. I tell you a place I really feel things is the flood museum Oh, when you walk into the room to watch me the too. movie. It's like and it's... I don't usually feel things, but just walking into... Okay, so um, here in Johnstown, which is where my family is from, that area um, of Pennsylvania, um, they are famous for having two floods, two big, huge floods, and you got to check them out sometime. you got to look it up. It's a fascinating story. Richard Dreyfus actually narrates a YouTube special that's uh, at least an hour long on Johnstown and the flood and how everything went down and a ton of people died I don't want to quote any any actual numbers wouldn't be wrong um, out of respect for those who were affected by it and continue to be affected by it I mean there's generations of people that still live here that have family members that were you know removed from that um but we have a flood museum that's incredible here and um it's in this area of johnstown or outside of johnstown called sidman and um it's south fork yes south South fork Fork. yep and it's it's uh amazing amazing museum um and it really i get chills when i walk in there too yeah like when i walk in that especially when i was younger um because like when i was younger you know that imaginary friend kevin i had um who was dead um, I did know. not know about an imaginary friend named Kevin. Right, right. Um, yeah. That's uh, wild. But, it, like, spiritual things happen now, but it really happened when I was younger. But, like, when we went to that, you know, room to watch that movie about the flood, you know, mm-hmm. it was like a wave. And, like, even Peyton, like, when Peyton was in there, she would have anxiety attacks when she'd be in that really? room. Yeah, like, she... My sister Peyton has really, really, really bad anxiety. Um, and so, like, when she would be in that room, like, it would just be, like, waves, like, of anxiety going So it was her. just, um, I, vibrational energy of, you know, probably the anxiety that was felt when that happened, perhaps. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, you know, or maybe just the thought of that type of tragedy happening to so many people at once is overwhelming mentally. Right, right. You know? Um, because when I go in there, I get, I get a weird chill too. Like I get a weird vibe. Some places around here that I've never visited is the flight 93 memorial from, from nine 11. Um, you know, I have very vivid memories of being here during that day and time. And, um, I think that the reason why I haven't gone up there uh, and all of the years that it's been there since 
is because I've read so many things about people having sightings up there and, you know, um, that just thing, knowing. Yeah, that new thing that they put up, uh, that, like, tower, and when the wind blows, you can hear, like, voices come through it. No it's all, way! Yeah, it's, uh, like, um, it's when the wind blows... I don't know if you can hear it was a voices it might be voices or it might just be like uh whistles or something uh that they that's not that the people there they put up for all the victims that were on the plane um so like no they, way yeah so, so you want to go there on a windy day on a very, yeah on a windy day so that you can hear it's um how yeah. eerie yeah yeah that place will give you chills that you know when you walk in and you can pick up the phones, and it's the victims talking to their families Ew. on it, um, and they're you know crying and bawling. Yeah, they never know. been there. Yeah, I'm know. gonna have to check that place out. I've been Definitely. to the one in New York City. Um, I want to be there. I want to go there uh, so bad. I've been. Well, actually, um, we could go together sometime because. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years that right. we'll actually make that right, happen. Right, right. But um, I went to New York many years ago, um, probably like 13, 14 years ago. And um, when I was there, they had just, like, they were still building it. It right. wasn't finished yet. Um, and so I've been to the site and I have, you know, been to the water fountain. It goes down like several steps into yeah. the water fountain of where the building used to be. Yeah. But I haven't been to the museum. Um, you know, Nana and your mom went, I right. believe. I, don't I heard know. it's very sad. I, yeah, I bet it is. I don't know if you saw um, that place, that, that water fountain. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, someone actually recently, you know, everybody, they have to ruin it for everybody. He jumped down. Um, and really? then he like went, yeah, I don't know if he died. I don't know how far that yeah. place goes. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty you know, deep. Yeah. From him being in that water fountain, he looked this big. Oh yeah. While the it's water huge. fountain was like, it's ginormous. Ma- it's so, massive. I don't know what happened to him after that. You can look it up on the news, yeah. um, on your phone or whatever, uh, the sky in New York city jumping into that. Um, wow. but yeah, I also, there's a, I want to go to Washington DC cause like I want to do a little bit of traveling. Before yeah. I settle down, you yeah. know. Um, so I want to go to the Holocaust Museum in oh, Washington D.C. We have a Holocaust Museum in South Florida. Oh, okay. I've never been yeah. to it, but we have one. Yeah, and like I would like to, like how you said, like five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, uh, <laughs> possibly go to the uh, like the, the actual um, one and and uh, where is it? It's a. Uh, Oh my gosh, Arlington? No, no, it's the different country. It's where oh. the concentration camp was. Oh, um, Germany? Germany was, yeah, I think, yeah, Germany. Um, Yeah, I want to say Amsterdam. I, that's where Anne Frank was from, so I don't know, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amsterdam's its own country. Yeah. Um, but also very rich in history and has a lot of interesting things, um... Uh, and in Germany, I I don't even want to quote what city it was no, in Germany. No, yeah, I didn't want to do it. But either, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a very interesting, um, very interesting story and very moving and things uh, yeah. like that. Um, we had to read it whenever I was in school. It was mandatory it reading. Um, and I think someone is working on a movie about that okay. now. I think uh, Zach Efron's gonna be in it. Oh, okay. Um, oh. <laughs> I I think so. I might be wrong. Uh, I might have made it all up. I don't right. know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Arlington National Cemetery is someplace that's super cool that's in where Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, that's where all of the military people are buried. 
um, from different wards and stuff. And there's memorials and things yeah. that are incredible. Um, I'd love to go to, um, and this is also paranormal related as well. I, I would love to go um, to see, what is it? It's um, where the Civil War stuff happened. Oh, um. Uh, I know where you're, uh, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah. Yes, I know it's hard with the um, They have a lot of sightings and stuff of different yeah, they do. soldiers and things. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, everywhere you go, if there's a lot of rich history, you're gonna find that eerie feeling, that um, goosebumps standing up on right. the back of your neck kind of mm. deal. Um, and you know, like I said, with it all being connected, you have to wonder, you know. <clears throat> Do those people get stuck in that time? Or do they move on from that time and are in a constant loop of what happened to them? Uh, you know, the sightings around here that people have of the white lady. You know, the lady that if you flash your lights, this was in um, Nanny Glow when I, where I grew up. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, if you went on to Beulah, that road that is so hilly. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, you went there at midnight. This is what, at a, as a teenager, we thought, yeah. okay. They have these abandoned towns, for those of you listening, that are on, you know, the way to certain other towns that are in, you know, Pennsylvania, okay? And where I grew up, there was some abandoned town that was called the city of Beulah. And uh, there's this hilly road that, that goes through it and past it. And if you walk up over the hill, okay, to this abandoned town, there's a bunch of coffins, uh, well, there used to be a bunch of coffins, empty now, that had lifted up over the course of all of these years that the... Uh, gravestones have been up there but also uh there were foundations and stuff like that that were falling down yada yada anyway um when you go down that street uh you experience um you experience such a creepy feeling anyway and at midnight when we were in high school uh you would pull in to the road that led to the town of beulah you know because there were gates and stuff like that you can get up up it but if you flashed your lights a few times you know how teenagers are you got to have yeah. a you got to have a process right, to get right, to anything right. um you know yeah. then if it makes it out of the group chat like if it makes it out of the good now yeah. Yeah. now but we didn't have cell phones when right, i was in high school right. so it was just like hey did you hear about on beulah road where you know <laughs> So right. apparently the, the, the myth and legend was that there was this lady who was on her wedding night and she had gotten into a car accident on Beulah Road. Yeah. Um, and she was still in her wedding dress and everything. And, you know, she lost her. They both passed. But her and her new husband were separated and that she would spend the rest of her days in death looking for her long lost husband. Okay. But she was angry and sad. Okay. So if you saw her... You know, you were doomed for the rest of your life, right, okay? Right, right. So I remember, you know, obviously always being in the back seat because this wasn't my idea. <laughs> no, okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, I wanted to be a part of it somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to have, like, the ability to get out and run away. Right. Okay. Right, yep. So um, I remember going to, like, the dip in, at, like, midnight and, you know, with a bunch of my friends and then flashing the lights. I remember being so scared, Addison, that I'd be on the floor of the car. Like, don't even tell me if you see her. Which is so lucky that, you know, because, <laughs> like, out of my friend group, I'm the only one with a driver's license. So, you know, <laughs> if we go anywhere, Addison's driving, you know? So, and, you know, I get bossed around. So, if my friends want to go this place, that oh, place, no. the other place, I'm taking them. So, um, so you're the driver. You're yeah. the person who, if you run, 
the car's gonna float down into yeah. a ditch. Yeah, like if, you know, <laughs> I'm the first one she's making eye contact with while, you know, half of my friends are already down the street booking oh, yeah. it. Like, not Addison, though, because, nope. you know. So that's when you say no. That's yeah, when you say, yeah, no, I'm no, not no. going to do that. Definitely, definitely. We did stuff. I mean, as teenagers, we weren't afraid of anything. We did, like, the Bloody Mary thing where you brush your yeah. hair really hard and then yeah. you look in the mirror. And then you get older and you realize that it's called a head rush. Yeah. Like, it's called, if you if you stand up too too fast or if you do something to your head too much, you're going to see red dots. It's yeah. not, yeah. you're yeah. not yeah. being attacked by a paranormal yeah. person yeah. named Mary. Named Mary, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because I I try to keep the episodes to where people can listen to them pretty quickly. But I have a feeling that this is going to be the last time that we're talking about paranormal activity. So please, if this interests you, um, feel free to share with your family and friends. And thank you for listening with us and hanging out with us today. Have a wonderful afternoon, evening, and good night. Good night.